listening to a podcast from Light FM. The Light Breakfast with Terry and you. Good morning. It's our up in the air week as we explore aviation and flying. So we teamed up with the Malaysian Coast Guard for a daring helicopter rescue exercise where I was the person being rescued. We also spoke to Lieutenant Maritime Muhammad Amirul. What have been some of the most significant missions you have carried out in Malaysian waters for you? Yeah. For the cases that I've been doing before, there are a few cases, yeah. but the one that really uh, hooked me up, uh, there is one happened in 2019. Right. Uh, there is uh, four survivors. They went for fishing at Kerti, around 40 miles east of Kerti. Yeah. Then uh, during the fishing, the bad weather coming in and the boat capsized. Right. And then uh, they have been uh, floating over the water for almost three days. Right. Then we and when come to Kerti and we rescued them, uh, three of them were survivors and one is body Right, uh, right. One person didn't yeah, make it. But wow, well, you it, still yeah. managed. Even though after so many days, you still managed to find survivors. That must have been a big relief. Like so yeah, grateful, right? Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. What does it take to become a member of Malaysia's Coast Guard? What kind of training do you have to undergo? Okay, to be uh, pilots of MMEA, you have to go through a few stages. Of course, you have to right. go for interview. You have to apply uh, with SPA, yeah. interview everything, and then if you accepted to the being a MMA officer, yeah. you have to go through basic officer training okay. in Amsas, Kuantan Pahang, for nine months. Nine months. And then on job training for four months, and then you're officially an officer of maritime. Right. And then for pilots, again you have to go for interview. Wow. And then uh, you accepted for the pilot. You have to go for basic flying training for 18 months in. Uh, 18 months, wow. Yeah, 18 months, and then come back here, uh, do type conversion for this aircraft, and then you are officially operational pilots for MMA. Wow, how long have you been a pilot now? For myself, been uh, uh, from 2016 until 2016. now. 2016. Yeah. And how many hours have you clocked so far? Uh, up until today, around 1,300. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Wow. Yeah. Can you walk us through the, the search and rescue operations that you conduct? What, when, what happens from the moment you are alerted to start the operation all the way to the completion of the mission that process what happens? First of all, uh, we uh, here at MMA, we have 24 hours uh, SAR standby. Okay. So uh, at every time, we have crew standby for any SAR mission. Okay, when uh, we are alerted by the POMA about the rescue mission, mm-hmm. we have uh, one hour to prepare everything for flight plan and the search uh, area, everything. And then uh, after we check off to the area, we do the search. Okay. And then if we manage to find the survivor, mm-hmm. okay, we pick up the survivor and bring them to the nearest uh, hospital and then uh, that's all for our job. That will be the end of it because yeah. it's the end of the rescue itself. Yes. More coming up with our friends from the Malaysian Coast Guard. It's our Up in the Air week. It's the light breakfast with Terry and you. Good morning. It's our Up in the Air week. We explore aviation and flying. So we teamed up with the Malaysian Coast Guard for a daring helicopter rescue exercise where I was being rescued. Daring because I was pretty scared at many points. And while we were there, we also caught up with Maritime Air Operation Director, First Admiral Said Islam. The first thing we want to find out, of course, is can you take us through 
an overview or, and the role of the MMEA. Tell us more about that. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Yeah. Okay, I'll talk about the brief overview of the agency. Mm -hmm. uh, Malaysian Maritime Enforcement Agency, or simply Maritime Malaysia now, as we are known, has been in existence as a public agency for the past 19 years. Established through a memorandum of study initiated on April 21st, 1999 by the Prime Minister in that particular year, who aimed to create Malaysian Coast Guard in regard that the Cabinet approved an establishment of Maritime Enforcement Agency on August 21st in 2002. Subsequently, on the February of uh, 15 in uh, 2005, mm -hmm. the Malaysian Maritime Enforcement Agency Act 2004, that is Act 633, uh, come into effect. Right. This date was officially declared as the establishment of the Maritime Malaysia and is celebrated as its anniversary every year. Right. The role of Maritime Malaysia is to enforce law and ensure tranquility under federal law in the Malaysian Maritime Zone. In addition to enforcement duties, Maritime Malaysia also serves as the leading coordinator for Maritime Search and Rescue right. in Malaysia Maritime Zone based on the National SAR Manual International Aeronautical and Maritime Search Rescue, that is IMSA. Right. Malaysia Volume 5, as directed by the National Security Council, MKN, Directive Number 20, MKN 20. This includes any incidents related to maritime disaster resulting from accidents or emergencies involving loss of life and property in, in the sea. Right. Before Maritime Malaysia took over, Maritime Search and Rescue responsibility at sea were under the jurisdiction of Maritime Department and were transferred to Maritime Malaysia starting from October 6, 2005. Right. Yeah. That's very thorough to understand the, yeah. the role of uh, right. the MMEA. Right. Yeah. 2024 is already here now, we are in 2024. Yeah. There have been various achievements that have been recorded by the MMEA, especially when it comes to the area of law enforcement within the country's waters. Can you give us uh, and share with us some successes and how that has contributed towards the safety improvement of our national waters? Okay, that's good that you have asked me the question. Yeah. So I'll just tell you what happened last year, our mm. achievement. Throughout 2023, various successes were recorded by the Malaysian Maritime Enforcement Agency in enforcing law in the country waters. Among them are the apprehension of transborder uh, criminal cases such as contraband smuggling, migrant smuggling, incursion by foreign fishermen, and many more. These successes illustrate that APMM is always prepared from various aspects, including presence of assets at the sea at all times. Right. Air monitoring by aircraft, intelligent information, and comprehensive investigation of criminal cases, where every hotspot can be detected and identified by the agency. For example, in 2023 alone, captures for crime at sea involve control item smuggling, 52 cases. Wow. Cigarette and alcoholic smuggling, 20 cases. Uh, migrant smuggling or migrant incursion, 214 cases. Incursion by foreign uh, fishermen boat, we call it BNA, 80 cases. And drug smuggling, 9 cases. Right. So these are the number that I can share with you. Wow. These successes provide an insight that APMM is very serious in enhancing safety level of country's water while sending a clear message to uh, the criminal syndicates that APMM will take serious enforcement action against criminal activities at sea. Right. And one of the significant cases covered by media last year was the seizure of Kretek cigarette smuggling in water of Malacca and Selangor, where the confiscated goods were valued at 6.25 million RM. Wow. Yeah. The syndicate used high-speed boat, six engine, 
but we managed to intercept them by oh. our APMM patrol boats. And very special operation also carried out in 2023 by APMM to enhance the safety of the country waters. The objective of this special operation include cases of incursion by foreign fishermen, smuggling of control items, fishery offences and many more. Wow. So this is what I can share with you. It's amazing because people don't see this happening, That's so they right. don't realise right. what a difference That's that right. the MMEA is actually, yeah. is actually making. Yeah. MMEA will be celebrating your 19th anniversary in February. Can you tell us a bit more, share with us the plans and the theme? with regards to this celebration. Yeah. Uh, in expressing gratitude and the appreciation for the success of the Malaysian Maritime Enforcement Agency since its establishment nearly two decades ago, the annual celebration of the 19th anniversary is set to take place at Sultan Ahmad Shah Maritime Academy that is AMSAS in Kuantan, Pahang. As with previous APMM anniversary celebration, it will be observed on the February 15th each year to coincide with the Enforcement date of APMN Act 2004, Act 633. Thus, this year on February 15, 2024, mark the 19th anniversary celebration for the uh, Maritime Malaysia Maritime Enforcement Agency. Right. As usual, the anniversary celebration will be joyously commemorated at the national level as well as mm -hmm. the headquarters of uh, respective maritime zone. This year, celebration will continue with several main attractions, include. Uh, parade ceremony in uh, inauguration of ceremony by the Minister of Home Affairs right. uh, Yang Berhormat Menteri Keselamatan Dalam Negeri mm -hmm. presentation of awards and trophies Quranic uh, recitation, uh, recitation and Nasheed competition program Yasin reading program and prayer for well-being and various other interesting programs will be held there right. in AMSAS Regarding the theme of uh, the uh, 19th anniversary of APMM this time the successful theme Chosen is uh, Maritime Perkasa Melestarikan Madani. In English, Maritime Empowerment Preserving Madani. Wow. Uh, this team reflect the determination, commitment and seriousness of Malaysian Maritime Enforcement Agency right. in safeguarding the safety and well-being of the country waters. In line with the six cause value contained in Malaysia Madani, that is sustainability, well-being, creativity, respect, confidence and generosity. Based on these core values, APMM is not only seen as safeguarding the safety of the country waters but also contributing to the well-being and confidence of the people in the government under the leadership of the Prime Minister Yang Amat Berhormat Datuk Seri Anwar Ibrahim. Uh, this is evidence when maritime safety is ensured, economic growth becomes sustainable, subsequently improving the standards of living of the community. Sustainability emphasised in this theme is to link the responsibility borne by APMM in ensuring the country marine resources and natural ecosystem are always preserved and can be enjoyed by future generations. In essence, the chosen team is seen to continue to provide new aspiration in improving the quality of service. In addition to empowering the agency, it also can have impact on preserving marine resources by strengthening and uphold the country law. Right. That's okay. definitely something to look forward to, that's this right. celebration yeah. that's upcoming. Okay. It's going to be a, a very big deal. It's going to be a very yeah. big celebration. Inshallah. Inshallah. Yeah. You are first admiral of the MMEA and you've been in uniform, working yeah. in uniform for many, many years. Yeah. Tell us what you enjoy most about this job that you've been doing for yeah. so long. I've been uh, in uh, the flying aspect of the, my job mm. for I think 30 over years, if not yeah. 40 years. Wow. So in, in simple words, I like to share, I like to transfer my knowledge to the APMM since APMM or Maritime Malaysia is at the uh, verge of expanding or modernizing its fleet 
its air fleet and its roles uh, to protect the, the the Malaysian water. So uh, they need to have a lot of experience and uh, so I'm here to glad to share my experience. You have a lot of experience. Yeah, yeah, to share and to put them in the correct lane in order to success in right. the future. Yeah. So your knowledge mm -hmm. will just keep going because the yeah, more you share it, yeah, the more people will benefit right, from it right, and the more people you. will yeah. be able to be, yeah. in many cases, yeah. saved that's by right. this yeah. knowledge as well. We thank you so much sure, for sure. joining us today yeah, and sharing with us what you have had to say. Welcome. We look forward to being rescued again because it was a yeah, fantastic okay. experience thank today. Thank and I will say thank you yeah. for rescuing me. Yeah, thank I'm, you so I'm much. I'm proud that you are happy to be rescued <laughs> because uh, it was a great experience. Yeah, it's, great. It's, good. it's good for me. It's good to hear. Thank, yeah, you so yeah. much. thank you so much. Okay. All right. Thank you. Okay. The Light Breakfast with Terry and you. Good morning. It's our Up in the Air week. So we teamed up with the Malaysian Coast Guard for a helicopter rescue exercise where I was the one being rescued. And one of the scariest moments happened, right, was when I was being reeled up. So imagine this. I'm standing on this rocky island and then the rescue swimmer comes down the line from the helicopter. He attaches the um, rescue safety harness around me and then he's attached to the line, I'm attached to the line and then they start reeling us up to the helicopter, right? Now, one thing important to remember is this safety harness I'm wearing, the rescue harness, I need to keep my hands in a downward position by my sides because if I raise my hands up, I could slip through it. Not ideal, obviously. Now, I've also got a camera attached to my helmet on top to uh, record the entire experience. At one point, I felt the camera shift out of position. So I raised my right hand to adjust the camera, forgetting that I'm not supposed to raise my hand. And then I felt the right side of me slip like a few inches lower. And that's when the rescue swimmer immediately pushed my hand down and gave me like this look, you know, <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I realized, yes, yes, I'm sorry, I nearly did myself wrong. For the rest of the journey up, I was like a statue. Lah. So um, you can watch that entire rescue. Actually, we recorded it. It will be on our Instagram at light.my. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.